Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. My name is Al, and I'm here with my co-host, Courtney. I am here, and we switched seats, and we I'm did. over on the left now. But we're still in my laundry room. But we're still in the laundry room. <laughs> I Al, I I peeked over you. By the way, Al has two monitors. I am a very fancy boy, wow. a business boy, if you You're will. You're gonna hack into the matrix. <laughs> yeah. But Al, I peeked over over top. Why of would you your, do this? Of your behind your. There's a little guy back there. There's a little guy. <laughs> it's a little cookie jar with. A, it's a brown bear. I got him everywhere. Do you have a cookie? No, I In just there? got little guys all over. <laughs> They comfort you. That was a oh, Christmas really? gift from from my ex's mother. Yes. I just why wouldn't you have cookies in there? Um, I don't because I eated them. I don't know. <laughs> okay, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Absolutely good answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Did you have anything I'm, else? I'm sitting. No, that's it. That was all the sauce. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look, Al, is it always on me to provide the sauce? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to provide okay, the sauce Okay, give this me time. some sauce. You're getting sauce. Thank you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the spirit of ecstasy? The spirit of ecstasy. It's either a drug or like a boat or a plane. Those are good guesses. Yeah? Those are good guesses, yeah. Okay. Okay, so back in 1909, okay. this guy named John Walter Edward Douglas Scott Montague, no. second Baron Montague of Beaulieu. Absolutely not. Well, he thought that his car, a Rolls-Royce Silver Ghost. <gasps> I know that. Needed a little zhuzh. A zhuzh zhuzh. He thought it needed a zhuzh. Oh, are we talking about cars? Maybe we talk about cars a little bit. What? I told you I had the sauce. I love <laughs> I love vroom vroom. Yeah, I know. You're a real car guy. I'm a car guy now. No big deal. <laughs> My dad's just been waiting for it since I was, like, little. But I'm a car guy now. (laughs) So, Johnny, Johnny, John, second Baron Montague. Oh, my God. Was a conservative politician and a Brit, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) We've just found out how... The British, um, they've been brewing on their island. They've really been cooking over there. (laughs) And it's just apparent to the rest of the world... Just how much they've brewed. <laughs> you know how you, like, brew a, a yeast beverage? Yeah. And, like, it sits... You ferment it? You ferment it, and sometimes it just pops. Yep. I think that's what happened. The, the bottle done shattered. <laughs> the fizzing is everywhere. Oh, boy. <laughs> it smells kind of yeasty. <laughs> so this man was an emphatic proponent of the motor car. <gasps> And what he did to zhuzh up his yeah. was he hired his friend and sculptor, Charles Robinson Sykes, to make him a little something to pop on the hood. Syke. <laughs> okay. It was him. Yeah, he modeled himself and he's like, Syke. And that's how you... That's it's me. What... <laughs> this car, by the way. This car? This car is like very... You know about this car? Yeah, it's like... It's the Silver Ghost? It is the, the car. It's the shit. It's the shit. It's the fucking shit. Sometimes cars are sexy. Oh, like, you know um, like Mater from Cars? <laughs> well, ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen photos of the cars from Cars that well, depict them in are... ways that are oh, untoward. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I've been on the internet. I've been on the internet. I have seen dragons fucking cars. <laughs> no big deal. We've all been there. No big deal. Uh, well... Sykes did need someone to model for the piece. Yeah. And he chose a woman named Eleanor Velasco Thornton. He knew her through Montague um, because she was Montague's secretary and mistress. 
Of course, you got a mistress lying <laughs> yeah, around. You got a mistress. Is this the like victory pose? Mm. I think I know. I think oh. I know. I've been to a car museum it's or two. The ecstasy pose. Whoa! <laughs> Some cars have big jimblies on the front. They sure do. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> So Sykes crafted a silver likeness of Thornton in fluttering robes yeah. with one forefinger to her lips to signify <laughs> the secret affair between herself and Baron Montague. Shh. Why was it a secret, you ask? Yeah. Well, he was married and she was a poor. <laughs> the first, not so bad. Second, outrageous. <laughs> the sculpture was called The Whisper. Yeah. And it adorned the hood of his rolls, a practice which became quite popular among car owners. Mm. Now, in 1910, Rolls-Royce, the company, they were like, uh, sorry, did we say you could glue all kinds of tacky shit onto our cars? Because <laughs> I don't remember that being part of the soft sell. Rude, 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 rude. <laughs> so they asked managing director Claude Johnson to develop a mascot that could become part of the brand going forwards. Claude Johnson. Claude Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a British name. No. The brief was that it should exude the spirit of the Rolls-Royce, namely, speed with silence, absence of vibration, the mysterious harnessing of a great energy, and a beautiful living organism of superb grace. See, cars is sexy. Car, well, according to these motherfuckers. Damn. Johnson asked the sculptor to create something reminiscent of the Greek goddess Nike. Yeah, okay, okay, this is what I know. Okay, okay. The sculptor in question? Well, it was Charles Robinson Sykes, of course. Sykes. And he said, mm, actually, you know what would look better than some crusty old goddess? My good friend Baron Montague's side piece. <laughs> and so he once again used Eleanor Thornton as his muse. Oh my god. Her tits were fantastic, by the Apparently. way. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> we gotta chrome those titties. Oh boy. He described the final work as a graceful little goddess, mm. the spirit of ecstasy, who has selected road travel as her supreme delight. <laughs> and alighted on the prow of a Rolls-Royce motor car to revel in the freshness of the air and the <sighs> musical sound of her fluttering draperies. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, 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 oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I can think about, like, all the rich people who have multiple Rolls-Royces, Rolls yeah. and, like, they must, they must. They must. In the car? Oh, absolutely. They must. Oh, you've heard partition. And then, and then, like, the paid help clean up afterwards. Oh, yeah, they're in there with you their little rags. You can't get jisms in the... Not on <laughs> the leather. No, absolutely no, not. No, not on the leather and wood. <laughs> on the wood. <laughs> I don't think Rolls-Royce have... Anyway. They, well? <laughs> well? 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 <laughs> Henry Royce, who was sick during the creation of the icon, was like, Sorry, what's the point of this thing? I can't even fucking see. Wait, he's sick or he's sick? He was... Well, he was ill. Oh, okay. He's not sick. N no. <laughs> but he was like, what the fuck is this thing? What yeah, have you done? absolutely. Uh, despite that, the figurine spirit of ecstasy became an optional extra for Rolls-Royce cars, though in practice it was fitted to almost every car after its introduction in 1911. They love a little ornament. They love a little zhuzh on the front. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It became inseparable from the car itself as a global status symbol. Created in 1904 as a partnership between Henry Royce and Charles Rolls. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just a description of him. Yep. <laughs> he rolls. He rolls. Uh, the luxury car brand has a legacy as a symbol of class distinction. I can't believe you're doing a car ad before me. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. You're surprised? I am surprised. <laughs> Though you just, you got into like class warfare. I'm like, oh, this is more ousted. Here we go. Yeah, here, here we go. go. Here, here we go. go. <laughs> Commentary. 
surviving through post-war austerity in Britain up until the 1970s, the Rolls-Royce was recognizable as only being attainable by aristocrats like Queen Elizabeth mm. and her Phantom Four, a model developed specifically for the British royal family. You- Rest in piss! <laughs> the Phantom Four. I don't like that. I don't like that they give specific names to these cars and no, no one else can have them. This one's Cindy. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> My car's name is Toto. Yeah, you do have a you do have a name for car. I have a, I have, I have a name for car. And then when you smash car, you sad. That's <laughs> true. Cars get smashed very easily. Car do smash, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Car do smash. Cars do smash. <sighs> but the exclusivity is what made the Rolls-Royce a desired asset for hip-hop and rap artists. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Back on it again. <laughs> As acts like Sugar Hill Gang and Run DMC became increasingly yep. profitable, performers who were flush with cash wanted to stand out from the likes of Bentley and Benz. <laughs> so okay. I I work I work at a, a- a school. A school. Yeah. And the school is an international school, so we have a lot of international students. Um, not right now, but previously, previous to the, the pandemic, um, we had a lot of rich kids. Mm-hmm. We just had Lamborghinis and McLarens in the parking lot. I did see a Bentley, at least one Bentley in the parking lot. Mm. And that blows my fucking mind because they park next to my little fucking Echo or Honda Fit. And it's just... <laughs> fucking embarrassing yeah that is embarrassing you should be embarrassed <laughs> not for me no 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 they are i'm embarrassed to them they can't even turn it around in the parking lot like is the it's just like it's so long <laughs> these like silly kids seven seven point turn oh no they're not driving it oh i you know what i'm mad <laughs> i'm actually quite mad yeah absolutely <laughs> i've actually become mad absolutely so a 2017 study by Bloomberg found that Rolls-Royce was the one brand most mentioned in hip-hop and pop lyrics. Oh. And a Rolls representative has stated that celebrities and musicians make up 20% of the brand's sales. Other uh, other percent? Really rich colonialists. <laughs> yeah. Just, just fucking shitty people. Absolutely. 80% imperialism. <laughs> so what makes the Rolls-Royce so expensive and rare? Yeah. One reason is that each of the roughly 4,000 cars produced annually are entirely handmade. You can't... Wait. You can't hand make a... Mm. You absolutely can hand make a With your hands? With your hands in gloves with welding tools? But... I guess welding tools. (laughs) I thought it was just with your hands. No, with tools. With tools. Um, But also the wooden inlays on the interior of the Rolls Royce um, for each car all come from one tree. One tree per car. Oh, one tree per car. I thought you meant for like one tree for all the cars, all our 4,000 cars. One tree per car. Oh, I don't like this. Mm. And how about the rubber from another tree? (laughs) Yeah, another tree. (laughs) Four trees, four wheels. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, each bought from a, a discreet Chicle farmer. I I want to go back to Flintstone times. Oh, yeah? One rock per car. One rock per car. <laughs> and when you, you get that rack of ribs on there, watch out. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> so despite uh, Rolls-Royce and their handmade cars, the mm. rest of the auto industry employs roughly half of all industrial robots. Wait, what? Half of all industrial robots yeah. work in the car industry. Oh, in the car industry. I thought you meant for Rolls Royce. No. (laughs) We just bought all these robots. They just fucking sit around. They're just having coffee. They play tic-tac-toe with us. Oh my god. 
they serve us sexually. Like, oh come boy, on. oh boy. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about cars, are we? Well, I want to. We're here to talk about another status symbol, one okay. that, if not for automation and industrial technological progress, oh, we might not have at all. Did you trick me? Are we not talking about cars? <laughs> 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 no, don't penguin laugh at me. No. I'm going to eat a whole fish. <laughs> and they're doing it, too. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so back in the 50s. Okay. Sorry, that's the 1850s. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a moutardier named Maurice Gray. A what, what, what? A moutardier? What? <laughs> you can't say that now. A moutardier. You can't absolutely say that. Well, I can and I did. <laughs> that's a slur. <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, you'll find out. Oh, okay. Maurice Gray invented a machine that could crush, wait, grind, wait, and sieve wait, mustard seeds. Wait! <laughs> a moutardier? We're making gray poupon. Mm, would you have any? Eh, oui. <laughs> oh my god, we're here! Yeah? I'm excited. Mm, good. Okay. Glad you're not disappointed. I'm not disappointed anymore. <laughs> you never disappoint me. So Maurice Gray invented this machine that could crush, grind, and sieve mustard seeds all in one smooth operation. Smooth operator. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It allowed the user to churn out 50 kilograms of special sauce per day. That's so much sunshine sauce. <laughs> It's the sunshine fruit, <laughs> as my parents used to say. Yeah. As opposed to the 16 kilograms that could be achieved the usual way by grinding the seeds with a stone or a cannonball. By firing it into a field of mustard. <laughs> and serfs. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. You gotta get the serfs out of there. You gotta get the serfs up, is what you say. That's how you make honey mustard. <laughs> Gray was awarded two medals and a royal appointment for this invention. Oh, boy. Though he needed cash in order to grow his business. Back then, where you could fucking grind a plan and get an award. Everything's been done in this day and age. Everything's been done. I can't grind shit. <laughs> you can grind your teeth. I don't want to. It's causing me so much pain. But Gray was able to find seed money <laughs> from another mustard man in the Dijon region. A mustard man. Named Auguste Poupon. Oh, I see what's going on. <laughs> I hate that the, it, it's his actual name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't like it. You don't like Auguste Poupon? No. Do not. Mm. Put it back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Release it into the ocean. I cannot. <laughs> You know, if you uh, say poopon backwards, it's no poop. <laughs> That's a little tip from me to you. Al, I'm so tired. My blood sugar is so low. You need more cashews. No, no, no. We can't eat on mic. Let's do it. <laughs> no poop. So the king of mustards was born oh in the mustardiest God. town of them all. Mustard. You know what makes Dijon mustard different from regular mustard? It comes from the Champagne region of France. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> uh, what makes it different is that instead of mixing the mustard seeds with vinegar, they yeah. use verjus. That's just French for vinegar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think they tricked you. Verjus is a type of unfermented white wine using the early unripe green grapes, which are culled from the vine prior to harvest. Okay. So it's fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. It's fancy, 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 fancy juice. Is that still doing, are they still doing that today? In France? Well, no, is Grey Poupon still made that way? I, I think they use straight white wine now, which is basically oh. the same thing. <laughs> Can you get drunk on... No. Oh. No. But maybe. But? 
You can get drunk on it. Hey, you can get drunk on everything. She puts hand sanitizer in it. <laughs> it's just like everything is a poison if you try hard enough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything is alcohol if you ferment it for long enough. <laughs> now, we all know why we're here, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. In the 1970s, Grey Poupon began to shift their sales focus, phasing out the label in France and putting all of their energy into the American market. Mm-hmm. Now, the mustard market in America was dominated by one golden brand, French's. 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 Though I'm a French's household. Oh, I'm a no mustard household. I hate the shit. <laughs> well, no, French's as in like ketchups and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Heinz, they're on my shit list. Fair enough. <laughs> so at this point in the 70s, Grey Poupon's making maybe $100,000 a year. Okay. But the owners of the brand's American rights, the Hueblin, Hueblin, the Hueblin Company, mm-hmm. came up with some exceptional ideas to sway their unpolished consumers into experimenting with Dijon. <laughs> experimenting with Dijon! <laughs> they began to offer taste tests, oh. finding that a significant number of testers switched from French's after just one tangy tuple. Is it, are they comparing, like, French's yellow, yellow mustard? Yeah. I can understand that. Absolutely. Because this is a populace who is not familiar with Dijon. They're ingrates. They're all yellow mustard ballpark dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so on a fucking on a Chicago dog. Oh, you. I mean, I wouldn't have it. But you can't. You wouldn't. I don't like mustard. Oh yeah, you don't again, like mustard. Again, I repeat, the, I don't like mustard. There are. I think it tastes again bad. There are places in the United States of America that only have mustard and not ketchup on hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, I guess I'll be having a plain hot dog. <laughs> I like honey mustard. I like honey mustard. That's a mustard, dude. Yeah. But you I like don't like some mustard. I don't like yellow. I, okay, I get it. I get it depends. It. It's all about the ratio. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We can't get into it. Uh, Grey Poupon also changed their packaging to a big glass jar with an yeah. enameled label, wow. really pushing the European angle of their French mustard, which at this point was being manufactured in Connecticut with imported Canadian mustard seed. Hells yeah. <laughs> Eat our mustard. Eat our seed. Al, <laughs> well, I think this is a real growth. Yeah. Because you didn't mentioned mustard gas once oh my god or war crimes that's crazy i know i didn't even think about that really? i didn't even that didn't even enter my mind <laughs> are we gonna wow are we gonna i'm growing <laughs> <laughs> so they made their mustard feel international and well-traveled by distributing it well-traveled well-traveled they distributed it in foil packages with airline meals Oh, Oh. that's actually really smart. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And most importantly, they contracted Low Marsh Chalk, a Manhattan ad agency, to create a commercial on a modest budget Mm. that would turn Americans into mustard connoisseurs. This is the Fraser effect. This is the Fraser effect, yeah. Where where you want to be, you want to be Fraser. Yeah. But nowadays we're like, "Mm, no. I don't know if you had a thing when you were a kid that was like, this is the fanciest thing. For me, it was Viennetta. The little sausages? No, Viennetta is like this ice cream cake, and it's got like chocolate layers oh, and stuff. Our producer was telling me about yeah. that. We were too poor to have it. I think I we had it once when I was a kid, and I was like, "This is it's a the same fancy kind of, time." It's the same kind of marketing. It's like fancy yeah. European because it's just ice cream with some chocolate. Like yeah, it's not actually fancy. I don't think I had that moment in my childhood where like this is the fancy stuff. Mm. I don't think we. I think we just we were cheap. We yeah. just didn't. If it looked fancy, we we ain't buying it. That's okay. You can have the fancy stuff now. We can't have the fancy stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> so the agency's pitch hinged around one thing. 
the Rolls Royce. <gasps> Brands colliding, <laughs> having babies. By piggybacking onto an existing status symbol and intertwining the two, the class status of Grey Poupon as a rich person's mustard was forever <laughs> cemented in Western public opinion. And in rap, too. Mm-hmm. And in that one Bare Naked Ladies song. Oh, yeah. The Canadian rappers. <laughs> the rappers. Okay. <laughs> Someone out there, some Drake fan out there is crying. Eh, whatever. Drake don't have Timbits monitored towards him, so <laughs> I'm not interested. In cities where the ad ran, sales jumped by 40 to 50%. Jeez, And please. by the end of the 1980s, they had become the most powerful name in mustard, knocking French's off the shelf. The most... Powerful name of mustard. Most powerful name of mustard. Can I tell you the single most powerful name in mustard? Yeah. Because this is the greatest fact I've ever encountered in my entire life. What? 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 I don't want to hype it up for you too much. Okay, no, give it. But the man who wrote this ad, his name was Larry Elegant. (laughs) And that's not a joke. Larry Elegant. Larry Elegant. Elegant. Wild! Larry! I love that. Much like the iconic roles, Grey Poupon has become synonymous with wealth in the music industry. Yeah! A search of Lyrics.com revealed 231 mentions. What? And a Vox Media app that allows you to scroll through 118 of them by year starts in 1992 with East Coast by Dossie FX and includes in its annals other heavy hitters like Lil Wayne, Kanye, and Gucci Mane. Oh, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? I couldn't pick. No. no. I, do you, are you going to put that source in the... Yeah, okay, definitely. Good. You should scroll through. It's really cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, from a quick glance, it looks like the most common rhymes for Grey Poupon are Coupon, Futon, LeBron, and Louboutin. <laughs> LeBron? LeBron. <laughs> hey, do you want to see the commercial that changed I mustard? absolutely do. I want to know, did they rent the Rolls Royce? Do they know a guy? You know, probably just the usual channels. I don't know. I wonder if there was deals made. Maybe Larry Elegant owns one. Wow. (laughs) Let's see this fucking ad, folks. Okay. We'll return after these messages. Pardon me, would you have any grey poupon? But of course. <laughs> grey poupon, one of life's finer pleasures. Welcome back to the show. We have folks. Folks? The oldest people alive. The oldest men in the world. And he's enjoying a meal in the back of his Rolls Royce. He is, because rich people can do that. I don't think you should. No, you're going to get it all on that wood from that one tree. You put the mustard on the ham. And I do, I do enjoy that. Yeah. I do enjoy the mustard on the ham. And the way he's eating the ham and the mustard Mm. is bad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He makes a face. 
Like it brings him pleasure. Yeah, he does derive pleasure from but, and I don't like this ham. I don't like any man like that in the back of a car with someone driving around to have any sort of pleasure. I don't think rich people should have pleasure. No, absolutely not. They should be scared for the rest of their lives that they may be dead. Yeah, by the hands of the people. They should just be constantly worried about Robespierre coming around every corner. <laughs> he's 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 not he's not worried. No, another Rolls Royce pulls up. In the middle of a... A country lane. Like, where are they going? They're in England. They're in the luxurious country of Europe. And, and the uh, second oldest man, he's like, do you have... Excuse me. Do you have any gray poupon? And that's a line that has been said... It's in It's in everything. Seinfeld. <laughs> Austin Powers, probably. Uh, uh, Wayne's World. Absolutely Wayne's World. All of them. 200 rap songs. And it was delivered very well. That it was, was a very yeah, good it delivery. It was a good... The actors, they did their ding-dang thing. This is what I don't remember. <laughs> the other man with a great poupon just drives away. Like, he doesn't even say anything. No. These just, people are rich. But here's the thing. Like, he doesn't even signal to his driver to drive home. He, the driver oh, knows. He, he does. He, oh, does he? He does, he does a little hand gesture. Oh, he does. So the driver knows. Yeah, so he says, of course, and then does his little hand gesture, and the driver drives on. He drives on. Just pulls away from that guy, leaving him hanging with no poupon. That's rude. Well, that's, they're rich. That's it. That's it. See, here's the thing. This w- ad wouldn't work today, but it worked in the 80- 80s. You don't think this would work today? No, absolutely <laughs> Really? Not. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think people are more suspicious <laughs> of the rich. The people buying mustard do not want highbrow. They mm, want lowbrow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, they don't want their single origin no. fucking... You mean single origin from Canada to Connecticut? Single origin bespoke... Onion, no. mustard jam, onion whatever mustard kind of weird jam. shit hipsters are eating. I don't know. <laughs> Though this ad has history. Yeah. People know it and love it. So. So. It's 2022. It's 2022. We're going to have that ad. Okay. But instead, it's not those bad old men. Okay. It's my friend and yours, Ice Cube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's there. And he's, it's the same thing, bro. He's eating ham in the back of the car. <laughs> What's he doing lately? It is the same Royce. And oh, okay. it is his. Uh, An Ice Cube, he's eating ham. And then another Royce pulls up. And it's the entire Run DMC. <laughs> They're all in there. And and Steve Tyler is driving them. Okay, This great. is really important. Uh, and it's the same commercial. Excuse me, do you have any great coupon? And they say it all together. All of the Run DMC boys. <laughs> <laughs> and they say I hope they're getting paid for this absolutely absolutely <laughs> obviously and uh, uh, Ice Cube's like yes I do and they share it they share it because it's about community and they take a fucking and you know what they they throw out the ham they take out like a ballpark dog and they fucking they slop it on they, they put the hot dog in the glass jar like very sexual like. okay you're kind of losing me <laughs> You're really losing Because we're, we're now, yeah. I think we're speaking to the people with this. Because I know my friend Ice Cube and my also my friends run DMC. <laughs> I know their songs. Cool. I'm into it. I don't know the old guys. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like those guys. I think we just, I think that's what we, we need to lean into the, the, how it's taken over by rap history. The way that the Grey Pumon has been embraced yes. by yeah. music culture. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm, like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Love it. Now, I did mention Run DMC and Ice Cube because those are the only two people I know who rapped about Grey Poupon. <laughs> okay, wow. Well, uh, I got a great website for okay, you. Okay, good. <laughs> because I cannot Pretty name. much any rapper you can think of. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can only think of two. <laughs> Just those. Oh, I forgot about Dre. I will say, I must say, <laughs> yeah. that joke is not as funny now what? as it was when you made it. Yeah. At the bingo hall that we went bingo to with your hall. parents in Washington. You, oh, the, the trivia the night. The music, yeah, the trivia night. Yeah. Which, you did get me on that one. I did get you on that one. It was a name, like a music bingo kind yeah. of thing. And you knew the answer was yeah, Dre. I did know the answer and was Dre. And you didn't say it. I didn't. Because you wanted to make a joke. <laughs> and I was furious. And that's when we became fast friends. <laughs> Because I did something for a goof. A <laughs> yeah. Goof up. And I was like, mm, okay. Al? Yeah. Do you want to know how the other half live? I would love to know how the other half live. Do you want to know how the other half go on vacation? Oh, boy. I mean, I feel like I'm not going to like it, but okay. You you will. Okay. Uh, I've got a local ad for you. Okay. And it's from Rhode Island. Oh, no. You ready? Oh, boy. I will tell you, I have spent a long time thinking that Rhode Island mm-hmm. was Maine. Oh, no. <laughs> Maine, Maine, not Rhode Island. No. Rhode Island's small. Yeah. Next to Connecticut. I thought that's what Maine was. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but Maine is big. Maine big? Next to Canada. She big. Next to Canada. Yeah. She's nestled up in there. She is. She's tucked. Yeah. <laughs> and we're proud of her. Yeah, we love her. Okay, let's go to Rhode Island. Okay. Let's sail away. Oh, no. You can uh, find this ad on our sources. Come sail away with us to the beauty of Black Island. Board one of our high-speed or traditional ferries in Newport or Point Judith, and then step off the boat to one of the most beautiful spots in all New England. Shop the many gift boutiques in Old Harbor, dine at one of our Victorian-era hotels, and then hop on the Black Island bus to tour the island's many natural and historical sites. Enjoy the sand and surf at our magnificent beaches, or just sit back and relax in the sun. Sail away on the Black Island Ferry. For information on group tours, go to blockislandferry.com. Sail away on the Black Island Ferry. Or call us at 866 783 7996. Yeah, we got some marimba going. <laughs> you know, the traditional Caucasian. <laughs> instrument a fucking tin drum <laughs> the official uh, instrument of rhode island <laughs> oh boy notice how white the people were a lot of visors yeah a lot of a lot of burnt fellows i think the first couple looked, looked like a homosexual couple with children most likely which is very nice to yeah, see absolutely. although everybody nearly in this commercial was but, white but also you gotta know if it's a gay couple they're also very conservative oh god they're log cabin republicans <laughs> this is the block island ferry 
It's not, it's also a commercial for Block Island. Yeah. Which is a tourist destination in Rhode Island. But the ferry, the fact that they advertise the ferry in this, in this manner, it's just a fucking ferry, folks. And, and all the places the ferry could take you. Yeah. Like they're Victorian hotels. No, the ferry can't take you there. You have to walk there. Oh. <laughs> the ferry goes to one and two places. Okay. It's like our ferries, only worse. <laughs> Worse? Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. It don't have white spot on, baby. I've been on that fucking, you know, I've been on some bad fairies. (laughs) And and folks, it's getting worse. (laughs) But Block Island Fairly do not have yam fries. So. Well, what's the point? What is the fucking point? (laughs) Anyway, I think that was so... The culture is wild. It was wild. <laughs> Love it. I do a little dance every time I There's hear it. a but... man at the end with very tan skin and a sort of a near mullet. Oh, yeah. That was wild. Baby. <laughs> so that's what we call a Rhode Island hunk. <laughs> and that's not classes. He was a hunk. <laughs> God. Anyway, Rhode Island. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for this gift. Rhode Island is not Maine. It's not Maine. Absolutely not Maine. <laughs> and I've learned that. And wow. <laughs> if you have a local ad that features Rhode Island or Maine. Or you, anywhere else. Well, no, just those two places. <laughs> we got to learn owl lesson. You can email us at cream at gmail.com. And if you want to find us on the internet, we are on Twitter and Instagram at AdCreeps. We'd love to hear from you. More than that, even, we would love if you would be interested in writing us a review. (gasps) We haven't asked for one of those in a long time. And you know, we know there's some new listeners out there. Are there? Maybe you could take a moment just to write us a little ding review to help other people find our show. Hello. How well, and as always, thank you to anyone who recommends our show to friends and or family. Yeah, we also have a Kofi. Yes, we also have a Kofi. It's kofi.com slash adcreeps. You can find the link in our Twitter. It buys us snacks. And hosting fees. But mostly snacks. <laughs> Cashews are very expensive. We got that. We got to get our Iubes. You know how it is. <laughs> Iubes still hasn't sponsored us. So. No. Come on, Iubes. Are we done? We're done. Okay. Until next time, we, we are, are signing, signing off. off. Mm, but first, a word for my spouse.